Hey everybody, we are in fall officially here on the Rad Years Podcast. Are, are we? Well, I mean, it is 90 degrees out on the East Coast, but... I mean, I sweat year-round, but this is a little <laughs> more than usual, like the volume of... Oh, yeah, when I'm sweating, that's when you know it's... It was, I have a thermostat on like my front porch, I have an enclosed front porch, yeah. and it was peaked at, it doesn't go past 100, and the needle was just tops. On Sunday, I was with Enchantress at the Eagles, um, Philadelphia Eagles, New York Giants NFL football game. I'm not a fan of either of those teams. She is Eagles fan. Uh, so I went with her for, to be, you know, like a good boyfriend would. It was fun, too. You know, yeah. Eagles, Giants is always fun. It was 105 degrees on the field. It mm. was brutal. And we're talking September 26, was it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. We're a little late this week because uh, work and lives and but we've been kind of Monday Tuesday we've been we've been have we yeah right. well because we we did that Tuesday one all right probably gonna have to do it again yeah it's just the way the cookie crumbles yes. we'll yeah. get you one every week it won't be the same time every week but we guarantee we'll get you one every week until a year comes around like wow we just did fifty two shows and there's like forty seven yeah well we missed those. Mm-hmm. Two weeks while I there was in was, Europe and you were in Knobles. And we did the, we thought we did the math. And right. Had it right. We thought we, we were going to miss one show. We wound up missing two. But then we started ending up going from our shows to just rambling for two hours. And so Right. If, yeah. if you take an hour show and split it up, we probably did already 52. Uh, nonetheless. Con- content wise, we did about four. <laughs> we did a lot of talking, though, Squeezer. Uh, and if, if, have you been in the grocery store lately? Um, mm, yeah, usually it's like 11.57 and they all want to go home. Yeah. That's when I like to go in there. <laughs> Have you noticed it is officially pumpkin spice everything season? Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought that we were going, we were going to eventually jump the shark on pumpkin. I don't want it to, but I thought it was going to happen, the pumpkin spice jumping the shark. But it feels like they doubled down on it this year. What if they made pumpkin spice shark bites? I'd buy them. Pumpkin spice flavored condoms. That's the only thing I haven't seen yet. Hmm. Would you taste those? (sighs) I mean, if if you got to taste it, I got to review it on the website, Squeezer. Mm. Chew it like gum. What was that? Oh, the Coneheads. When they chew condoms as gum. Uh, That was Uh, a good movie. Dogfish Head is a good one out, though. Pumpkin? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've had dog shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Beer, we're talking beer. Yes. That that was kind of non sequitur. You just kind of threw that out. No, of we're heart. talking pumpkin flavors. Yeah. 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 Sorry, did you want to continue on the eating condoms? <laughs> <laughs> no, not particularly. So, anyway, <laughs> it's a good sound. I'm going to use that throughout the show. How is that? What, what, is, what do you got in that cup? Uh, Coke Zero Cherry Vanilla. Oh, that's a good one. It probably should have calories in it, just for the sake of it. It's probably worse for me than if it did. May I have a taste of your, what is this? I may have a sip of your tasty beverage to wash down that burger. Wash this. Wash this burger. We we don't have to pull fiction for them. The pursing of the lips, though, sells it. It's the best part. Is that what, yeah. 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 
Yeah. And he doesn't break eye contact. Sam Jackson was just uh. so good. Uh, we got, before we get into the, today's topic, we got a little This Day in History going. FTL Newsfeed, 24 September 2142. This is an FTL Newsfeed special report. Kai Densmore, curator of the Skywalker Floater Museum and Theme Park, announced today that the only known complete print of the 165-year-old science fiction masterpiece, Star Wars, has been located and fully restored. The film will soon be transferred to Hollowdisk so that legions of Star Wars fans can enjoy the You don't remember this? What the hell is this? This is FTL News. FTL News? Yeah. This is uh, the initial launch of the Sci-Fi Channel. I remember the initial launch of the Sci-Fi Channel because mm-hmm. it came pretty close to the launch of Cartoon Network. And I was really into Cartoon Network, and we kept joking with my brother, his one friend, she was going to be really into Sci-Fi Channel because she she read like books, <laughs> you know, not comic books, like book books. So, what does FTL News stand for? Uh, they had it's faster than light news, oh. like science. They did a whole thing where they did like a spoof news broadcast from like four thousand years in the future, um, which actually made it look a lot. Uh, future in the past is just awesome like when the 80s would do what the future would look like and then you realize we've surpassed that and we have no need for what this is like why would you need a talking head to tell you the news that is also in the screen next to it to be fair that's pretty much what all the network news does anyway it's just talking heads um but they so they did a little um a lead-in to uh star wars which was the first thing ever shown on the sci-fi network the movie star wars uh, at 8 p.m. on uh, September 24th, in uh, 1992. Oh. Well, first, they had a countdown clock that was on the satellite channel or cable channel or whatever it was. Um, and then eventually it, it debuted. And the first thing, it went to black. And then <coughs> they uh, had a in memoriam to uh, Isamov and uh, Roddenberry. Really? First. They had a little placard just like in their memory because they both just died like within six months of yeah, its launch. Right. And then they went into this news feed thing about how, you know, this whole, they found Star Wars and they were, ref, you know, cleaning it up. And Star here's Wars the new Star Trek. Star Wars. Okay. That's, the, that's the irony of this. So the whole thing with the Sci Fi Channel came when. Because uh, Star Wars is more space <laughs> fantasy and not science fiction. Yeah. But to be fair, it's even weirder when you look at the idea behind the Sci Fi Channel. Um, some people got involved and started developing this idea of, of a sci-fi channel. And then... Um, uh, uh, they said one day we'll have wrestling on this channel? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> wrestling and then just reality shows on Law & Order SVU. Oh, is that what it is now? Yeah. Yeah, it's not that. And then... Um, do you, do you know the complaint with J.J. Abrams' Star Wars was that it was too space fantasy, not star science fiction? But that's what Star Wars is. It's <coughs> yeah, Lord of the talking, Rings in space. I'm talking about oh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. His Star Trek movie. Did I say Star Wars? I, I don't remember. Uh, whatever. His, Star Trek, his, his first Star Trek movie, people were complaining. Because apparently, I've never really gotten to Star Trek, but it's really just boring. and. Um, no, all the movies... Procedural? No. the Well, the episodes, yeah, but all the Star Trek movies are fairly... Action-packed? Action-packed. Yeah, because mm. it's a movie. You're still trying know. to sell that. Um... 
do you know fucking nerds? I say this is the one group of people that I could say nerds to. Okay. The new Star Trek uh, the, television series. The CBS one? Is, well, it's premiering on sci-fi maybe. And then Discovery. It's premiering on Discovery. Okay. And then it's moving to the CBS pay wall. To get more bets. The last. Netflix. The CBS and Netflix. Good luck. Uh, yeah, all these companies are now trying to make their own Netflix. So that's going to fucking suck. You're going to... Instead yeah. of just getting Netflix and getting them all... And it's going to bite them in the ass. Yeah, no, Because no one's going to pay... The reason that you pay for that is because you... All right. You can, you can get away with a Hulu and Amazon and a Netflix. Like a big network because there's a lot of things on it. Yes. <clears throat> or if like, you know, in this case, Disney wants to... Whip it out and go, oh, yeah, watch this. Disney's... Yeah, I know, but still, I think Disney should stick with... I think they should. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, you, and plus, why are there people going to lend their stuff to Disney to make money? You know, mm-hmm. that's why you have Netflix. Anyway, uh, if you if you spend the money on this show, that will probably wind up on Hulu or Netflix when the channel folds anyway. Mm-hmm. You have the option to turn Klingon subtitles on this show. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's something. Dan? Yeah. Dan, if you're listening, I hope you watch this show with Kling. I will pay for your subscription. And translate for us. If you translate it for us. Um, well, the funny thing with this was, uh, so they put it together, and then it was gonna, this was going to be the biggest launch since TNT as far as cable channels and homes. Which is funny because you don't think about it because it's a sci-fi channel. It's kind of up there yeah, right. on your cable. But at the time, this was pretty huge. Uh, and the, what got it its boost and got it really going was it got bought up by USA Network, um, which kind of got them in the door to really develop the programming more and the idea of what they wanted to do with it. And then NBC Universal came on board and bought up. And the idea was we have a ton of material just sitting in our vault. Um, all of these um, uh, Paramount and MCA movies and old classic shows and, you know, Dracula and shit like that just sitting around and uh, Star Trek and stuff and put that on. So I find it funny that the first thing that they launch with is a 20th Century Fox title. Oh, boy. They also tried to bring an advertise. They were, they were selling uh, commercial spots. For a hundred bucks a pop, Come for on. ad time, hundred bucks, thirty second, a hundred bucks for thirty set for thirty seconds. That's I would bad. do that. Yeah. I'd buy my own commercial just yeah. to put it in there. Maybe put some radier com- rad years commercials yeah. on there. But uh, since then, I feel like it. Uh, the last couple years, the, since it turned into sci-fi or sci-fi, if yeah. you will, eh, just. Yeah, it's S Y F Y. Yeah, right? the last thing I really watched on it was the Battlestar Galactica remake, which was. Fucking awesome! So. They had a, that ECW rebrand for a while. That was really bad, right? Yeah, they. Um, I think that was once Vince bought them. Yeah, because um, that was Universal. Yeah, and then they started watering it down. It's just not the same. I wanted to watch it on WGTW Channel Forty Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all did. Live from the bingo hall. It was a shop right underneath ninety five. Yes. So. <laughs> it was a bingo hall also, too, right? I think, yeah, like during, during the week yeah, it served it as a bingo, bingo hall, yeah. but it was an old shop, right? We're talking about the old home of the ECW. ECW right? Arena. Arena, yep. yeah. Which was probably no bigger than my living room. <laughs> Got a ring in here and a couple fans with chairs and a Nintendo. <laughs> It'll be fine. So anyway, what we're talking about today 
there's something else in the news. Toys R Us filed for bankruptcy uh, just this week. And there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, and I think it involves a company that bought them uh, buying back their stake, their public equity. So they are to, to make them a private company once again. So I don't know what that means for the store, but we felt that since it was in everyone's mind, we'd talk about some toy store memories. And uh, I'm sorry, but you're going to hear the Toys R Us theme song a couple, a handful mm. of times in this episode. Different versions of it, but let's pay price I mean, you got to pay. The, the Disney, the Star Wars, it was the yeah, I don't biggest grow up toy. Yeah. So let's start with my first pick. How about it? I don't want to grow up. So, the first girl. <laughs> did you see me say I'm going to sneeze? Shit. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that stopped it though. So the first girl in that commercial, in in the stuffed animals holding the cabbage patch, mm-hmm. is Jenny Lewis, who was <laughs> the girl from The Wizard. Now she's an indie rock musician mm-hmm. that once linked to Bill Murray dating. Hmm. I date Bill Murray. <clears throat> so would I. Just wants to hang out on the Hudson all day, just thinking. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Now, Squeezer. Yes. When you were a kid, there was something that was more valuable to you than money. Mm. It came in the form of something called Jeffrey Dollars. Oh, yeah. This was before the world of gift cards. Now when someone gives me a gift card, I, it's basically like giving me nothing because I don't use them. They pile up in my drawers. I know you know a couple of uses for them, but pretty much like shimming a, a desk is the best you could do with them. Uh for me, they just take up space in my desk drawer. Because, I mean, who, who wants to use a $10 gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings? Like, what's that good for? An appetizer. <laughs> Some yeah, but, nachos. Yeah, but you, it's not like you can go in there. Jalapeno and, poppers. And, and get something and then just use the gift card and leave. You still have to tip. Boneless wings. Like, there's still, like, a, a financial requirement from you to use this gift card. Mozzarella sticks. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I, okay, but I got I have these just packed loaded up, nachos. Loaded nachos, but then you go over the over the gift card. Anyway, anyway, when you're a kid, you got these. There was no gift cards. Gift cards weren't a thing yet, so it was gift certificates to places. When I'd get older, there was this uh, CD store called Tunes that would give you a gift mm-hmm. certificate. It'd be a big paper thing, and they'd just like cross out how much you spend and put what you have left mm-hmm. on the big piece of paper. But there was also these things called Jeffrey dollars. I think they came in like 20s. So you kind of had to spend the whole thing, which was also great. Your parents couldn't make you put it in your savings account. You know, <clears throat> you save for later or do anything with it. You, you pretty much had to fucking spend these things. Mm-hmm. And they were like molten lava in your pocket. You had to, like, as soon as you got Jeffrey dollars, you, 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 looked, you looked down in your hand, you saw like, Forty dollars in Jeffrey dollars, which was like a thousand in human regular human dollars, <laughs> and you'd gl- you'd look up at your parents and just your eyes would probably go crazy. You'd probably spit flames. 
and you'd probably start turning red and steam coming out of your ears, about to explode until your parents got you in the car to take you to Toys R Us to spend those Jeffrey dollars. I remember a handful of times I got one. When my aunt and uncle got married, my dad's brother and his, his wife, they had us be altar boys for their, their, their wedding. Mm-hmm. They, they gave us a, you know, a thanks for doing that because you're supposed to pay the altar boys if you have them for a wedding. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> they paid us in Jeffrey dollars. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. You don't have to pay tax on it. <laughs> I, did, I did not have to pay tax on it. I was happy about that. Uh, so, you know, I had to immediately get there. I forget what I bought. I remember what my brother bought, though. He bought this, like, police men's of uniform. Of course he did. <laughs> Child's police man. It came with, like, a vest and, like, the badge and, like, a toy gun and, like, like a skin color chart so you knew who to beat. <laughs> uh, it was the 80s. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I stole that joke from Simpsons or Family Guy. Probably Family Guy. Yeah. One of them. Uh, but I, I can't remember what the hell I got. I would want, like, my brother would get, like, one big thing. I'd probably get 460,000 teensy little things. All the little shit that's sitting right by the register and the little, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the impulse items. What, what I, like, sort my nails in. Right. They all have, like, bouncy balls oh, and little plastic I lived. Figurines. I lived. And I, I kind of hinted this. I lived in the clearance section, you know, mm-hmm. the liquidation section at Toys R Us. And I would, and like Chris would go in and he'd be in, he'd find what he wanted. He'd be, he'd know what he'd want before he'd go in there. No, 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 no. I know I want to be in there, but I need a day to look at everything twice or three times. It's like, uh, I don't know what happened to me. Cause now I'm very much like, let's get, you know, get it, get it done. Well, you're a very busy, important man. <laughs> Your time is valuable. Oh, uh, Sure. I like your joke today. Uh, Squeezer's getting 60 minutes to light a, a set on Thursday. And he said, well, that's 57 more than Ryan usually gives me. So oh. anyway, Jeffrey dollars were king. And, and as a child, to me personally, more valuable mm-hmm. than cash itself. Way more. I, I can't put a finger on exactly what like one thing I got with it. I'm thinking it's one of those like big item things. Like if like I got a bike or something and I had a couple like threw it towards that. I think that might've been like the case. I yeah. wanted, I wanted the bike and my parents were going to get me the bike, but since I wanted to be like a big boy and I got to pay like a part of it. I was now, did you always have to, when you would, they would, you would get cash back though when you were done though, right? I think they would give you cash back, yeah. yeah. That's why you had to spend the whole goddamn yeah. thing. And I, I didn't even think that's why. Like, it's not like I realized, like, oh, cash back. Like, I had, I had 20 Jeffrey dollars. I want $20, $20 in shit uh, right now. <laughs> did, did you have a, was there a little buffer? Like, if it came out to, like, uh, 21. No, I'd, no ru- f- I'd run to the, oh, my parents? Yeah. Oh, no, I'd have to do the math. Uh-huh. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to get it close. But if it, if it came to, like, 1859, like, I'd go run back to the, see if there's, like, a push pop. <laughs> or a candy necklace or something I could throw on there to get it as close to $20 as possible. Probably drove the clerk and everybody in line fucking nuts, adding, scanning through 410 different pieces of garbage, you know, so I could spend my full... I can, at- I can attest. I would be furious. Yeah, you, you, you worked at Toys R Us. Yeah. I worked at KB, but <clears throat> there wasn't really enough in KB to do that. It was much smaller scale. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's Jeffrey Dollars, and... Um, 
Plus now, KB with 20 Jeffrey Dollies. That's 20 action figures you could probably get for <laughs> yourself. Yeah, if you, I, you can get every every line off of the uh, Terminator 2 series four times over. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, KB. So uh, let's move on to your first pick. Well, which is, we, yeah, we talked about me uh, working at Toys R Us. This was uh, <laughs> 2000. So here's a commercial from 2000 Toys R Us. I see you've got our December catalog there. Yeah, but you got so many great deals, I don't know where to start. Maybe I can help. Okay. Where do I find Billy Blaze's Blaze Buster with simulated chopping action, Hot Wheels Fireball Racetrack, Leap Pad Interactive Book, Darby the Dog, Talking Nick over Barbie Head, Where's the Men's Room, and How do I Open and Get Registry? Piece of cake. Next display, action, adventure, Imaginarium, third shelf behind you, Barbie shop, left corner, you don't need a key, and I'll start the paperwork while you shop. No matter what you're looking for, chances are we've got it. Holidays at Toys R Us, we're ready. Are you? Please, sir, I'm an endangered species. I trust you work there during the holidays? Uh, yeah, I was a seasonal employee for the 2000 I was Christmas brought on season. in 97 as a seasonal employee mm-hmm. and kept because oh. I was a jewel. Mm. They kept me. They moved me right up. Um, yeah, you heard in there how, how uh, helpful Jeffrey was at... Uh, being an employee at Toys R Us. Was Not, that Jeffrey's voice? That was Jeffrey. Oh, it was a real Jeffrey. giraffe that they had at this point. Oh, oh, oh the real, really, yeah, the real giraffe. That, yeah, yeah so. the anthropomorphized. Anthropomorphized. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he was very helpful to the customer. Squeezer was not. <laughs> See, I was. I was um, upset at KB. I was super helpful. I uh, they I got stuck in the baby department. Oh no! That was my yeah. I worked in the purple zone. Um, dealing with is there, car seats like at Toys and R Us, diapers and is, is there a hierarchy like the best zone that you have to work your way towards? I mean, the worst zone there might have been because all right. So I did a little recon. So when this news broke uh, that uh, you know the chapter eleven and then that we were going to do this show, I figured you know what I got to see what's going on. So I popped in Toys R Us the other day hmm. and I wandered around. Which one? Uh, <coughs> the Grape Street. Grape Street, where I used to work. Um. Not much has changed. They might have changed the light bulbs yeah. in the last seventeen same doors. years. They kind of cha- they got rid of that like pattern, but it's yeah, like the they, same entrance they, and they exit. Cleaned it up. Oh, well, that changed. The same setup is there. Pretty much exact yeah. same. They it's a little more. Um, they they moved a few things around because now you have like a specific Lego department. They have a more learning department where when I worked there it was like one row, mm-hmm. um, but that's a bigger thing. Now. Well, when I started, the leapfrog was a big thing that was just kind of blowing up. And my big, so it was, um, uh, let's pretend Elmo and Razor Scooters were the I will cut your throat for this item of the season. Um, Other than that, yeah, the store has not changed, which if you read up on what's going on now, a lot of it has to do with they invested nothing back into their stores for like the last... 10 years or more and because what all they were doing is paying off their debt to make it more enticing to sell more of it for more debt and they make money doing that it's not really look carnegie and rockefeller were brutal motherfuckers but at least they made something to get rich i don't know it's not real it's not real money just the you're just debt yeah and people's lives yeah. and livelihoods yeah. so oh, we're getting into that in the next we, section okay uh, anywho, um, but yeah, when I was there, so I, I started out in the baby section and I would have to just reshop, which is picking shit up off the floor and then putting it back on the shelf at Toys R Us. You do that a lot. 
on the bright side, in being in the baby section, never really had to talk to people. And I think they picked up on that pretty early because I wasn't really a people person. Uh, and then, so then, but because the holidays coming, they put me on register. Mm. I was only on register for like a couple days because you were supposed to like smile. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. Um, so then they moved me to returns because at this point, it's like the customer was unhappy or they're coming back. So who cares if they deal with the shitty attitude kid? And that's where I spent the rest of my time, just uh, having people bring their stuff to oh, me. That's where Enchantress worked. She worked down in Virginia in Toys R Us. In the returns? In the returns. Yeah. Uh, and I spent some time in, uh, like, rotating through. You do a little bit of everything. I think they purposely pulled me out of action figures and stuff because I would just waste my entire time in there just going through, and I would stash stuff. Like, oh, this guy's cool, so I'd take it and, like, hide it deep. Actually do exact opposite of what I was supposed to be doing because other people would do this as well. So, yeah, I would just uh, bury stuff, and I'd come back later and buy it myself. You weren't allowed to just take it in the back? No. Uh, no, that uh, fucking, it's, it wasn't Target. It's not like you're trying to get some Nuka-Cola Quantum or some shit. Now nah, you got to leave that stuff out on the floor. Huh. I have a complete, my, my experience at KB is complete opposite of yours. I, I, re, I always refer to, the, to like the ninth gate to hell. Was I, it? I did not have fun working there. That, and as you know, um, <coughs> you, you know, I'm seasonal and the low man on the pole as well so you'd have to go out and do you know cart duty and get the carts ah. this toys r us it's like shangri fucking law so it's about a 78 to 90 degree incline depending on where you are in the parking lot it's pretty much a straight drop you I, they had to tether me to get the carts down at the bottom because this thing is just built on a hill mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it's like it's like taking a cart up to an Aztec temple. Yeah, it was not Should not a, not a plit. I'm kind of built like one. <laughs> oh man, it's amazing. Those stocky motherfuckers can climb. So your uh, Toys R Us work experience, you would not put in your top work. Experience. No, not my favorite. That that I can't work real jobs like what people would refer to as like a normal. It's just I am not capable of it. I either have to be have weird ass hours or work by myself alone in the woods. I can't. I'm, I'm not a definitely not a people <clears throat> person. You can't. Do not ask me to smile and say have a nice day. Yeah, a fucking giant by me. They have a sign up now. It's like you will always be greeted with a smile, and our people will always smile and say hi to you. I'm like, well, now I know they're just lying to me. You're making them. So, like, next time, like, oh, have a nice day. You're full of shit. You tell them, squeeze. Yeah. And to get my couple strombolis and a block of cheese and my Diet Coke and get out of here. You think we're going to be able to curse when we do our live show on October 14th? Two weeks away, people. If you haven't uh, gotten your tickets to RetroCon and Oaks, PA at the Greater Philadelphia Convention Hall, we will be there on Saturday at 1030 a.m. And we'll be joined by the Cybertronic Spree. Couple of robots in disguise, people, on the Variety Years podcast. But I don't know if we'll be able to curse. There'll be children probably. Wow, that sounds like we just I just rolled that in. Look at you. Just <laughs> bam. Yeah, I'm gonna try and practice. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna either try gonna not I'm not sure what to do. Either stop, try stopping the curse like a week in advance or just curse. Oh, just a, a life lot. or on the show. Like in, in I in have life. to practice. Because yeah. when I would like Speaking of jobs, when I would work up at the summer camp, yeah. the, the Boy Scout camp, that's nine weeks straight in the summer. Yeah. 
And my parents would come up and visit, you know, like on a, they'd have family night every Wednesday for the kids. Yeah. Maybe twice over the summer, my family would come up and visit. And I would have to practice, rehearse in my head, not to curse. Oh, really? Because, I mean, it's you and, you know, you're surrounded and on staff with about 40 other, you know, guys ranging from 14 to 18. And, that, yeah, it's just F-bombs and dick jokes all day long. It's like TV, too. Pretty much. It's the exact same thing, only we got along. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll move on to my next topic. Where are you going to find all the hottest toys? On the planet Mars? No! On a mountaintop? Uh-uh! Hot we got at KB Toy Stores. It's the place to shop. You'll see all the latest toys to choose from. Hot we got at KB. Can't find that popular new toy? If it's hot, then KB's got it. And you'll find a big selection of the hottest toy hits every day at all of our convenient locations. All the latest toys to choose from. Hot we got at KB. This was their shot at ripping off the Toys R Us jingle. I don't think it really caught on. You never saw commercials for KB. No. They were just always there. Yeah, because it was was in the mall. Yeah, they started branding at the toy store in the mall. KB was just the place. But here's a a weird story. Hmm. I always thought KB was my toy store since youth. But the South Mall toy store that I go to, and I didn't think of this until I started doing my research, and I remember it now. It wasn't KB. It was called K&K Toy Store. Which was eventually bought by KB mm-hmm. when they bought like Circus Town mm-hmm. or Circus Toys and a bunch of other toy stores and Toy Works. Uh, and then they made Toy Works, KB Toy Works, which I'll talk about later, their strip mall toy store, which was kind of bigger. And it had like their like, like kind of like a game board design when you walked in. Uh, <clears throat> but they were, they were bought in 1996 by the company that owns uh, all those big lots and Odd Lot stores, and they, they own this Toy Liquidator store, which, again, I'll talk about later. And then they just renamed it KB Toy Liquidators. Mm. So that's why later on, after 96, even when I worked there, it was made a lot of liquidation, even more liquidation of, of toys. There's a lot of cannibalism in this business. Oh, yeah. So remember when the Dark Knight Returns came out? Mm-hmm. Who was running for president? Against Barack Obama. Uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, Romney, yes. Remember all the brouhaha that came up that kind of died quickly when I actually watched the movie that it was an allegory to turn people against Romney because the main villain's character was Bane? Oh, really? Yeah. You're stretching it now. Wait, wait. So they predicted this. Christopher Nolan went and in 19... 91? Four. Four? No, three was, no, I think, Bane's first appearance. Yes, he worked with, uh, what the fuck's his name? Can't t- uh, Hickson. He worked oh, with yeah. Chuck Hickson to create this villain uh, to eventually work in to a, yeah, what? it's ridiculous. Yeah. But when they watched the movie and they saw that it was more of a liberal villain because he wanted to take the power to the people and bring down the government. Mm-hmm. So it had nothing to do with Romney. No. But the the fact that they thought an evil guy named Bane would immediately <coughs> correlate with Bane and Romney has to tell you that maybe Bane was kind of <laughs> fucking evil. <laughs> so what Bane did uh, was kind of pretty fucked up. 
1996, the chain boasted 1.1 billion in sales and grew by 1.6 billion in 1998, mainly because I was working there. But it faded fast. KB filed for bankruptcy in 04 and again in 08. The company changed hands a bunch of times, you know, since the original Kaufman brothers who started KB Toy Stores, they originally sold candy and started hmm. selling toys and became profitable and they were wholesale and they went to retail. <clears throat> uh, a, cons- uh, a consolidation stores, which owns all those big lots and everything, bought it. And in 2000, after I was gone, Bain Capital bought KB, which was headed by Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. Bain Capital's role in KB de- KB's demise became an issue in the 2012 presidential race because a super PAC started running commercials. Hey, look, this guy fucked your toy store. <laughs> Uh, that would do it for me. Romney did leave Bain in 1999, but um, he still had a huge amount of stock in the company. Sure. <clears throat> so Bain Capital's buyout was high, high, highly leveraged, and the company's debts hastened its demise. Uh, on Bain wanted this to happen. KB took uh, on debt in a maneuver called a div- dividend Recapitalization. As you, when you're reading these news stories last week, did you have to then go and uh, like look up other words and like what the oh, hell absolutely. is this shit? Like the whole. And then I, I watch videos on people explaining the kind of shit. I'm like, this is evil. How yes, is this allowed? This, this doesn't make sense. <coughs> <laughs> this is why people lost their homes. So it allowed Bain to make a quick profit, but just fuck KB Toys with more debt. They basically just tried to squeeze every last drip of juice out of this property and then leave 15,000 people without jobs. Yes. It's like when fucking Henry and Tommy burned down the fucking restaurant. I know, right? Taking all the fucking coats out the back. No more bottles of booze to sell. Light a match. Light a match. That's exactly what they did. Figuratively lit the match. And in 2009, the last of the KB toy stores closed. It's funny because a lot of people like to put, it's easy. You put the finger on like Amazon and Walmart and Target no, like it's for direct competition and it is it's just it's the same thing that exactly what happened we didn't lose our jobs to China because of of China just make take all of a sudden decide they're going to make steel and everyone's saying oh we're going to buy that then we lost it because <clears throat> especially in Bethlehem steel where our area the 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 head honchos bonus themselves out of business mm-hmm. It was all greed. Uh, the, they built this shining tower to greed, Martin Tower, which is in Bethlehem. You can come see it. It's built in an H format so that more people could have corner offices because all the executives wanted corner offices. Now it's empty and full of asbestos, and they can't even tear it down because of that. They're slowly gutting it yes. piece by piece. It is horrible. This w- and, and the old steel mass, uh, stacks is now just it's a like, statue. Yeah, It's like the tallest Superfund site you can find. <laughs> yeah, right? So that's that's what greed gets you. But anyway, I have fond memories of working at KB Toy Store. I started in the <clears throat> Christmas season. I it was it might have been ninety eight. I thought it was ninety seven. But uh, quickly, uh, I don't. Rem- I was I was hired to hand out the flyers as you came in. Mm-hmm. So you came in, I'd hand you a flyer. Oh, you were that one. Yeah. Did you also ask if I could use some string to remove your eyebrows? <laughs> no, I was in, actually in the store. I wasn't in a oh, kiosk. Okay. Yeah. So I was in the store, and as you walked in, I handed you the, the Christmas circular for that week. 
And this girl who worked with me, Tamika, came up with a pile of them. And she hated me at first, and then wound up like being like I was like her favorite person. Everyone, I, I I'm like a, yeah, I get I'm that like a virus. I, I get in and I infect the whole staff. So she came back with a pile of these that were she picked up around the store. And she, she handed them to me like like brutally, forcefully. And she's like, "Stop giving these to every fucking person." I'm like, "That's what they told me to do." Eventually, I moved to like fixing the store. So you'd go through and you just readjust everything, and put everything mm-hmm. back on the racks, which I like doing. But there was no departments. You, you took care of the whole store because it was yeah. small. Then I got moved to you know different things like like helping people out with sales. And then register. I worked register on Black Friday. Holy shit, that's fun. Uh, then, like, they kept me on. We have a different definition of fun. It was fast, and you just kept bringing things up and giving people stuff. And there was, like, a lot of cool things. You could take stuff to the back. We'd have, we got to destroy the peg racks at the Whitehall Mall store when it shut, closed. So it was mm-hmm. like, Devon, get the tables. Sweet. We were jumping off huge... Like um, racks, empty racks onto these pegboards, like cracking them out because we had to take them out to the dumpster. <laughs> so, and then and I'm going to talk about this more in the Star Wars. When episode one came out, there was a movie theater behind the, the mall. Mm-hmm. We opened up a pop-up shop and then had me man that. I saw episode one like a thousand times. I was there. <clears throat> uh, I, was probably, I was probably perusing your Yeah, uh, you probably your were. Stand. So there was there was a KB Toy Store was nothing but good memories. You know all the candy they had. Out, KB always had that candy mm-hmm. out front. Well, they had those giant blow pops, and we got a message from corporate that we had to push more of the impulse candy. So they like, push more of the impulse candy. So me and this this girl that was kind of my age was working. She was kind of a ditz, but she was she was very she was attractive. She thought she could sell more lollipops than me, we, and we just made a contest for no charity or anything. We would just tell people we're trying to sell. Would you like a blow pop out of this? We're trying to sell. We're in a competition to see who could sell more. Me and her, I blew her ass out of the water. Because think about it, being honest, just saying, "Hey, we're having a competition. Will you buy this for me?" Yes, that's people appreciate honesty. Well, think about who comes into a toy store if you're not a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, you're a little pool boy. (laughs) Exactly. Hmm. She thought she was gonna flirt with all these men and sell these blow pops. No one's no. buying. No, you know, you're a kid. Uh, I won by a landslide. I destroyed it. Of and then, course you did. like, we sold so much impulse that day. Like, they came back. They're like, "What did you do? Tell us." And we told them, "Like, you really did that, and that worked." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I got a little um, trophy. Uh, it was their uh, ingenious idea award. It was a light bulb that the top screwed off. It was filled with M and M's and had my name and a little KB logo on it. Look at that. Yeah. You still have that somewhere? Yeah. That's something. That that's like one of those like trophy statues that I'd be proud to have. Right. I was so proud. I mean, they loved me there. They were like, don't go to college, Ryan. Stay and be a manager. Uh, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> I had so In much hindsight? Fun. Yeah, well, I should have. <laughs> well, you'd be at yeah, work be at right, work now, but. right now. But I had so much fun there. I met so many great people, and it was, it was a blast. I loved it every second of it. Great moment of my life. We'll tell more. I have more stories. I mean, a lot of it's Star Wars related because I was there for the launch of... So I want to save it for our Star Wars show in December right before the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of great memories, a lot of great fun. Yeah, that's why I kept my uh, Toys R Us work to uh, minimal. I was great with people. I would push See, that, so much stuff. I, people, I knew exactly what they wanted. If you guys are coming out to uh, RetroCon on October 14th to see us live at 10 o'clock and interview Cybertronic Spree, you will realize... Well, be there early. Get a seat. Um, you'll see what kind of, why 
he did so well in retail talking to people, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, but you're better on the show, like, talking. There is a microphone. There, the fact is there's a pop filter between us. That helps, too. Oh. I can hide my mouth from you. <laughs> what if we... What if we make get some pipe and drape, and we make uh, the the lecture hall where we're doing our our podcast look like your basement? Hmm. No, I want to set it up like um, uh, <coughs> what's Sorry, his I'm name coming. from uh, Police Academy Six. So I'll just be behind the screen, and you'll just uh, oh, see oh, my oh, silhouette. Oh, the, the, uh, the mastermind. Mastermind, yeah, yeah, mastermind. I was gonna say brain, but yeah, yeah. Bring I'll be like me mastermind. The guns, Bring me the gun, and I'll, I'll just have a little tray, and yeah. I can slide things <laughs> out to you. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good cosplay. Building a just mastermind. Just walk walk around behind the mastermind. What, what was the gang's call? The gang called. Uh, uh, something Heights gang. Yeah, Wilson Heights. Wilson Heights. Wilson Heights gang. Yeah, because they were trying to lower the property value in Wilson Heights. Yeah, Wilson Heights gang. Yeah. yeah. Ah, this pile of mush between my ears is worth something. Jake could be the big guy. Mm-hmm. Wow. We well, have matching shirts today. I, that was adorable. That might have been my. When you walked in and I saw that, because he was so excited. I kind of needed that, too, because I was in miserable fuck mode, too. So that cheered me up a little bit. <laughs> Squeezer was grumpy today. I was grumpy. Then I had a hoagie and some New England clam chowder. It was delicious. <laughs> All right. So we've got two picks from me, two topics from me, and here's Squeezer's number two. Once a year, two kids in America get to live out the ultimate dream. I still don't believe it. I think I'm going to wake up in about two seconds. It's Nickelodeon's Super Toy Run, a game-grabbing, toy-snagging rampage through a KB Toy Works store. Nickelodeon created it, and only Nickelodeon's got it. Did you get everything you wanted? Yeah, and more. The boys sent in the most postcards, so Mark Martelli of Reading, Pennsylvania, won the grand prize, a five-minute toy run. Jessica Williams of Edmonds, Washington, won first prize, a three-minute run. Yeah, the winners went wild. 108 video games. One house. Five bikes. Eight board games. Seven dogs. One mint. Three beanbags. Six action figures. Eight stuffed animals. Five models. One human skull. Two sleds. Nine radio controllers. Over $9,100 worth of toys. So much stuff. <laughs> the store manager almost fainted. And the winner did. Nickelodeon Super Toy Run. More proof that... A Nickelodeon kids really do win, and that's a fact. Nickelodeon Super Toy Run was brought to you by KB Toy Stores and Domino's Pizza. One human skull. <laughs> So, <laughs> you would have loaded up on human oh, skulls? Just stand there all day. Just Well, to be fair, see, I never told you this. I, um... Did a super toy on? I always thought it would be really cool to do it. No, I never did one. Uh, no. I See, I thought it would be cool, of course, I wanted it, but I never think I'd do it, right? I was always, like, telling my brother, if we just go stock up, like, 15 Super Nintendos... We could sell those and then buy even more toys. Actually, because so I went in and I was I found a couple uh, interviews online with kids that won this. You know, now they're adults looking back on it, what it was like, and they said they were so cool about it that like he said he had like eight of the same video game, just came went back to the store and exchanged them. Yeah, uh, was it KB? Uh, this was Toys R Us at that time. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, the, uh, this like in in hindsight, like like yeah, it would be awesome. You dreamed as a kid, like y- you had a you had a strategy, right? What you were gonna do? Oh yeah, yeah, you had a, you knew 
what you're gonna Wipe do out the video game and you, yeah and you were gonna you were pissed at these kids like why are you wasting your time going here you're not doing this right. this way right. and they even in some of these interviews they took and like explained the criticism like you don't realize how heavy some toys are you can't just wipe them off you know but um so five I, minutes to neatly stack every video game console in the building in your cart no you don't have to According to these kids, they said, um, and they, the best advice they got was from Mike O'Malley. And he would give them like this pep talk and tell them what to do. It didn't have to be in the cart. All it had to do was hit the floor store. Oh, really? Yeah. So you see kids would just go in and just knocking it to the floor. If it hit the floor, it counted. And they allowed them to go in advance too. And if you had like a big item that was up high on a shelf, they would put it at arm's length for you so you could reach it. And, like, some big items, like if you wanted a swing set, they'd put a tag nice and easy right there for it so you can grab that tag. They had no qualms with giving up these toys because Nickelodeon knew what an advertising bonanza, you know, this was. So, I mean, giving away 10 grand in toys, that was next to nothing. You know, they figure, if you look at it, the toy store and the toys, they're the star of the commercial because they said that was the big thing with this was that the kids, they'd come in for, like, a week prior to the toy run and they'd spend four days with them shooting the commercial for it. A lot of the stuff that you saw in the toy run was actually staged. Ah. And, oh, but uh, they said, yeah, it took four days to shoot this commercial. I'm like, first of all, that's crazy. Yeah. And then they explained why. And like, well, the director, he would do take and then this take and then get a different look and then that's this take. I wasn't and, there. <laughs> and the whole time I'm thinking, if Ryan was reading this right now, he'd be losing his goddamn right. mind. Uh, one more for safety. That was great. That was perfect. And let's get one more for safety. No, no, that was the safety. You got your one more. You got to appreciate me for that. I do appreciate you for that. Sometimes I just want to go home. <laughs> Today, uh, we, we were filming something kind of important, and our, we had a camera guy with this movie. It's kind of like a steady cam jib, dark gimbal thing. And <clears throat> we were done, and there were some things we could have shot, you know, to make the day go longer, but... I was like, yeah, I, I could tell he wanted to go, but he, mm-hmm. I don't know, he wanted to prove that he was a value, like everyone in our industry. Sure. I'm like, no, wrap it. You notice I gave up on that. Well, I think I broke you of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little insider talk of television. But that was the big thing, what this was all about, was the commercial. And that's why it makes so much sense when they kind of just let these kids do their thing. The one thing that they don't mention is, you still got to pay taxes on all those toys. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, but there oh, yeah, was well, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, you still have to go out and pay taxes. So it could add up. I mean, I was trying to do the math, so I guess it would be like six hundred bucks. It where if you, where, got, if you got ten grand of toys at six hundred dollars. Well, where was it? Was it? Did I'm, you have to pay your state taxes or? I'm assuming. No, you have to pay the state you did it in. Why don't they take you to the Christiana Mall in Delaware? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but no, Here's I guess they go to your there. state. So I'm just going by this Redding kid. PA six percent. Uh, I just, I just always dreamed of doing this run. But yeah, I would do, I would video games first. Uh, and then move on in action figures. They didn't want you, I guess that was one of the things. It's like, look, take as much as you want, but just don't linger in one spot. You got to move on because, again, this was a commercial for them, you know, and they just want to get as much footage as they possibly can. So that was the, the big thing about it. But all these kids that they were saying was that it was the coolest thing and that Nickelodeon couldn't have been nicer. They were just so cool with them. And it was just a, I was always expecting as I'm reading this, like we're, these horror stories or how it ruined their <coughs> life. Mm-hmm. Some kids said it was a little weird at school because kids then would be jealous and stuff. But a lot of these kids also just 
gave toys away. Yeah. You know, a lot of them they gave them the charity or just gave them the friends. And Aww. what are you going to do with ten thousand dollars? Seriously, yeah. it got me thinking though. Like as a parent now too, if like my kid won this and won all these toys, I kind of feel shitty come Christmas. I'm like, there's nothing I can. Yeah, right. Get them. Yeah, get you right. now. Yeah. Right. I'd be like, all right, put all the toys in the garage. They'll be divvied out for the next ten years of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Or it's just everything is family vacations now. But then they don't want to go on vacation because they got $10,000 of awesome shit. Yeah. I'd be playing with the boxes. Oh, just building forts. Yeah. I was a special kid. All right, now it's my turn to show you how special I really was. Take a card, any card. Take a card, any card. You'll probably wish you hadn't. Terry Drinkwater explains that American children these days are obsessed with the whole disgusting deck. Acne Amy. Tommy Gunn, Bad Breath Seth, Slain Wayne, and the rest of what are called the Garbage Pail Kids. Among the preteen set, they are really hot. I like two Garbage Pail Kids. The manufacturer won't release sales figures, but so many youngsters have become so obsessed that the cards have been banned by some school principals. Remember Garbage Pail Kids oh, yeah. cards, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they're they're now celebrating their thirtieth anniversary. No shit. Right. So I this this is the time of the those kids are our age now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we uh, we had them, and my first uh, reaction with them, I kind of told this story, I think, on this podcast before. There was the toy liquidators. It was before KB bought them. Mm-hmm. It was down in. Uh, down in Reading, Pennsylvania, in a Vanity Fair outlet center. So it was kind of this underground toy store because you had to go underground to kind of, it was a basement store, it was really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had a lot of cool shit. And I remember always getting stuff that you thought you would never be able to find ever there. Like it was really, really cool stuff at the toy liquidators. I loved going in there. They, like walking around buying back to school clothes with your mom in this fucking warehouse that's the size of an airport hangar for five hours what seemed like five hours mm-hmm. was was worth getting to go to toy liquidators at the end of the day they've got a baseball jersey that says mickey morandino on the back yeah, of it right the knockoff majestic stuff so uh one time we were there and my brother was going to buy a pack of garbage pail kids cards some reason for some reason i fucking lost it i started crying and screaming that he can't buy those because i thought if he ate the gum in the pack his head would explode like the, <laughs> like Adam Bomb on the cover of the on the cover of the cards. I was maybe four. You're a special case. I was freaking out, like freaking out, going insane, crazy. Aww. And my dad and, and brother went up and bought them, and my mom would drag me out. And, and they're probably like that little spoiled brat didn't get. No, he. he this, I'm crying because I don't want them to buy something. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so they got me out of the car and he sh- ate the gum and showed me his head wasn't going to explode. Mm-hmm. And I was calming down. He was showing me the cards. Was, was he ever threatening you with it? Like he was going to make you eat no, it? No, make no, your no. Head I, explode? It, was, it was like a big you know, freak if, out. If you were older than him, you would have done that to him. I don't know. I, don't, I freaked out. Like I lost it. I was screaming. Like, no! You know, crazy shit. And, you know, they were showing me. I still didn't like Garbage Bell Kids, like, ever because of this. They like they like tortured me. <laughs> of course, you know. Later, I would accidentally catch the movie on HBO, and that is fucking horrifying. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh my god, it is fucking nightmare fuel. Only only movie worse than that that gives worse nightmares is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. 
Garbage Pail Kids enough. is disgustingly horrible. Really? Yeah, like in unsettling. a bad way or like uncomfortably horror? Because like, I, don't, I don't like the... I can, I can look, I've made it very clear. I'm a scaredy pants. Um, I don't mind that. It's the I don't like the <coughs> torture thing. That no, makes it's, not, me it's not the torture. It's just gross. Just gross. It's uncomfortable. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, Toy Liquidators, though, was a, which eventually became part of the KB Toy family, but this was prior to that. That's where your brother's head didn't explode. So my brother's head didn't explode. Ugh. Talk about one collectible, moving on to another. Uh, so, in case you couldn't hear, because it wasn't the best quality, it was, we're talking pogs, and for, of course, reasons I don't need to explain, here is a clip from The Simpsons. Look, I got some cool pogs. Elf pogs. Remember Elf? He's back in pog form. You traded my soul for pogs? Why not? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I eventually, I did have elf pogs. Yeah. I don't think I did, but I had, like... <clears throat> that was right around the, the height of, um, like, X-Men mm-hmm. and Batman the Animated Series and all the I did the X-Men shit. ones. Yeah. did the Collector, the Animated Series Collector ones, yeah. Um, but if you really wanted to bulk up your collection just for number's sake, you go to the toy store or even, I think, AC Moore, the craft store, would do it as well. And you would go in there and they just had a bin. Just like a vat. I don't remember that. At all. No? no? Oh, yeah. Which toy store? Uh... Think Toys R Us had one, and then um, also AC Moore. I think it was, it was just because it was closer house that, or also that my I could convince my mom to go to craft store, and then I can look at models and then go get Pogs, and you would go in there and just fill up your bag. And I, I don't remember how much it was per pot. It was fifty cents, twenty five cents, a dollar, depending on like if it was like a throwing star or whatever was on it. Slammer. Slant well, I don't know if slammers were in they might have mixed some in. But yeah, I mean you would pay fifty cents or a dollar for a little piece of paper with a colorful That's how much they cost? I'm ga- it it was so long ago I'm, I'm adjusting for inflation. Um but I'm sure they had the the demand was there, yeah, unless yeah. it was like ten for a dollar or something. Maybe I don't know, but yeah, there would just be this bin, and you would be elbowing kids in, like trying to get in there. And it's like everything around the pog. It was the the pog bin was like Black Friday in the middle of April. Hmm. It didn't matter because kids, you would just elbow in there, and you were just because you wanted the coolest thing that was in there. Most of them were just you know, rejects or whatever that they come from. But yeah, that was a. That was like my favorite thing to do is go, it was always in the back of the store and we'd run there and just shovel them in. The pog craze came on hot, but it died quick. Yes. It died. Vicious, vicious fast. death. <coughs> um, I think it, it, you think it was exposure? Just too much or like no, shoved because, down our throats? Yeah, but other stuff should have suffered than that. Yeah. But I mean like Furbies came and died quick. But I don't think anything came and Tamagotchis. died as quick as, yeah, Tamagotchis came and they lived for a while, but they died. Yeah, pogs were... Pogs came in hot and just fucking fizzled out right away. Yeah. 
I think when everyone got them and realized they're fucking stupid, you know. That, and then they also, they were popular because they, they took off because you'd play with them in school. And then they cracked down on it right away. Yeah. So it was almost like, and if you're home, like, so they're awesome to have when you're at school. I don't know, see. I you, went to Catholic school. Everything was banned right off the bat. Oh, okay. Um, you know, so you, you, you'd, you'd take your collection to school, you'd trade and stuff like that, but then you'd also have your battles and shit. But then, yeah, I think what happened was when you couldn't take them to school, there was no real other thing to do it. Like, I have video games at home, or I have a backyard, or I have, you know, action figures. I don't need to play Pogs right now. Yeah, right. But yeah, the bulk of my collection <coughs> was. You have better uh, toys. Why yeah. play with pieces of cardboard? Yeah. Milk caps. Go back to Hawaii. Yeah. Is that why that whole song was the surf song? Because they're from Hawaii? Because the logo was a kid on the surfboard, right? Yeah, that's yeah. where it started. Yeah. Okay, that was official Pog branded Pogs, though. Yes. I only had like one of those ever. Uh, Which were made in Canada. <laughs> Here's my next one. The signal goes out. A ferocious feline is on the prowl. But Bruce Wayne's custom coupe is loaded with surprises. Batman returns. What was that? It's Batman. Captain Sick But Batman's unstoppable. No, I'm not. Batman strikes back. Batman returns. Bruce Wayne figure included with custom coupe. Other figures sold separately. Ah, uh, the Batman Returns figure line. Still one of my... Batman. Still one of my most memorable and favorite figure lines but that Catwoman figure was a chase figure it was hard to find now when I was a kid for a while growing up my mom wanted me to go to law school and become a lawyer I, I think can see why she would want that for you a lot of it stemmed from when I got my Catwoman figure so my mom used to drag us around to like I don't know where she shopped like maybe Fashion Bug That's a, that was a thing right mm-hmm so, like, if she didn't, I th- I'm just throwing this out there. This might not be where she was going, but if she was like a fashion bug and saw something she wanted, but they didn't have in her size, she'd drag us like across town to another fashion bug mm-hmm. or another, mm-hmm. or Kmart for like another one because they didn't have it there, but they might have it here. And for years of her doing this, this built up in my mind. And we were down in Philadelphia at, I think, the Franklin Mills. And they had a KB Toy Works in there. It was like the, an odd place for a toy work, but it was big enough to put a toy works. They were usually in strip malls. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go in and see if they had the Catwoman figure. And my mom's like, no, you know they don't have a Catwoman figure. They don't have one at home. We were just there Friday night, last night at the South Mall at mm-hmm. KB, and you know they don't have one. And I was like, but what about when you go to, like, the Fashion Bug or wherever, and they don't have it, and we check the other stores, don't you think we should check the other store? And I guess her and my dad looked at each other and were like, can't fight his logic. <laughs> I'll allow it. <clears throat> so we went in, and lo and behold, it was I, and I probably freaked out just as hard as I did about the garbage pail kid cards. Like I lost. I was so fucking excited. I wanted this Catwoman for the longest time, and I uh, got it. Yeah, it was a it was a weird figure to sell the kids too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole movie was a weird thing to sell the kids. <laughs> to was. be fair, I loved it. Yeah. Um, did you go in there with your little penguin, penguin doll? <laughs> he was, he was in probably in the car, with Dad's Bronco. Yeah, but that uh, was a haul for you kids. Oh, going down to Franklin Mills. God, my mom would drag us. It, it was though the first time I was ever treated to the delicacy that is Taco Bell. 
Oh, snap. Yes. First time ever. And going, uh, were you like, oh, we're going down south. We must be getting tacos down here. Yeah, right. I, I loved it. And it, was, it, was, it started a long love affair with, that still exists to this day. I'll give him that. Tastes good. Yeah. Can't beat that. It's just all basically salt and yeah. weird flavors. The fact that I can hand someone five dollars and they hand me a box of food. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. It's phenomenal. They brag about it. So yeah, that, that's not, I, I don't have any like long well, stories yeah. to, to share anymore. But yeah, K- Toy Works uh, I told you was like a bigger. The difference between KB Toy Store and Toy Works. Do you know Toy Works? Uh, if I like the local one was where the Walmart and Home Depot are on one ninety one now. That little strip mall across oh. from the Kmart that's long since okay. out of business. Yeah, I, I don't even think I got Mortal Kombat, I believe, three for Super Nintendo there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, that was outside my territory at that point of time. You know what else I bought there? Hmm. Those, I bought my Donatello Nintendo. Oh, I'm sorry, Nintendo. Uh, why can't I speak? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. dress up set. It came with like ah. the mask with the nose on it, mm-hmm. the elbow and knee pads, and like a set, of, like a bow staff. <coughs> oh, yeah. So the Toy Works had like bikes there, which normal KBs didn't. They were more mm-hmm. in more competition with Toys R Us. They sold like adult toys, like collectible toys. They sold like adult us. toys, like <laughs> no, not that guy. But there was a store like right there that sold that too. I oh, okay. <clears throat> was that Chinese restaurant still there with the big fancy door? Uh, I don't know. No. Uh, so yeah, that was that was where uh, I got my I got a few things there. But the Toy Works was always. Was always a big. We rarely went, but that was like, it, it felt like now it's like across the street from our freaking office. But back when I was a yeah. kid, the trek from oh here. Oh my god, to go all to there the way out there felt like forever. It's like, it's like fifteen minutes in the car. Yeah, but there was a Bradley's there. Ooh. Before, before there was a Home Depot and Walmart. That was a Bradley's. Sweet. So Snack when, bar. when my mom wanted to check the other Bradleys, like the lobby, yeah. okay. we'd get to go to Toy Works. Because the Bradley's toy section was okay, but yeah. things were jacked up. And if you bought all the Street Fighter figures, the GI Joe's there already. I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta go to Toy Works and see what else they got. <clears throat> a Mighty Max without Max in it. Yeah, right. So uh, some kids eating it on his pizza bagel from the Bradley's snack bar. <laughs> all right, here's Squeeze next one. When you're searching for something for your little girls or boys And you're finding high prices but not finding toys And you're sad and you're blue and you're tired of running around Let's find a kitty city, turn that frown upside down Upside down, that's election upside down Down. Down. Did it just cut off on the computer? Yeah, that's all I could find. Live, I, oh God, I love Kitty City. Kitty yeah. City was like my first love for toy stores. Mm-hmm. You always remember your first. Yeah. Would you, would you got a story? Did you work there? No, 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 no. no they no. went out of business before we were allowed to work there. Yeah, they went under in 93. They closed up. The white the Whitehall one in particular. They, there were a couple, they started closing them up in the early 90s, and then they kind of kept them alive and like, the Philadelphia area, D.C., um, like Virginia, like a couple like East Coast areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they survived for a bit before they finally went under. They filed for Chapter 11 in 91. 
after they filed for Chapter 1182 and survived and restructured and all that. And again, it's the same story. It wasn't as so much as it was competition, just using it as leverage. Mm. <coughs> and um, yeah, apparently Ari, the Whitehall one, uh, it was bringing in $1.8 million in sales towards the end, which is w- less than one-tenth of 1% of like the market share. Like a, a, a day? No, a year. Oh, that's what like our store did a day, I think. Like, yeah, sometimes. like I said, one tenth of one percent. So there was of, no like, one going. The, the share, no, it was just dead. Well, I mean, because if you think about it, where this was at the time in 1993, like now you're like, oh yeah, it's all built up. At the time, you had a toy store in the middle of an apple orchard, next to a Levitt's furniture store, which I loved Levitt's more because. <laughs> Levitz was fun. Yeah. It was a good place to play. Yeah, it's a good place to play. And it, everything smelled like like wood polish and polyurethane, which for me it's and like, formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. Oh, oh, they have it. I I we had a neighbor that worked there, he actually <clears throat> passed and we they had a feeling it was because of all the chemicals. Well that was another good thing about going to Levitz. You're going to look for boring furniture and mm-hmm. you get to play inside, but yeah. you might get to go to Kitty yeah. City. Or you go next to Kitty City and you get some sweet ass furniture for your backyard like a swing set. And you don't have to pay for it all at once, Ryan. Did you How's know that? that? Yeah, let me tell you about this little thing called layaway. So how exactly does layaway work? Because I, I know they had it at a lot of places. But so, all right, so you know if you buy something with a credit card, you can take it with you right away, and then you can... Um, you pay it off and then you right pay it away, off, or you could pay it off whenever pay, you want. You pay it off Monthly, over time, yeah. you know, and there's interest and shit like that. This was like pre-getting it credit card like so you would pay in advance until you were paid up and then you could get it but you wouldn't pay interest i believe no i don't think so yeah if you didn't have it why would you yeah. pay interest? at this point there was so no it's basically them holding something they yeah they would hold it and you would pay in advance until it was paid off and you would get it i think that's how we might have gotten our swing set our, our first one back in the day our, our metal one with the razor sharp rusty tips that would come flying out of the ground um i think we also got our well, I, d- I doubt they had to pay layaway on our turtle sandbox, but I did get a our turtle sandbox came from there. It was always our big items, I remember as a kid, came from, from Kitty City. Right. And I think it might have just been the time that they were struggling, so well, Kitty City get was the also higher price items. fucking huge. It, like, was, it was such ginormous. a large, it was like a Home Depot. Like a Joanne's store. fabric. Yeah. <laughs> that is big, but no, it was bigger. Home no, it's because it's stuff. a Joanne's fabric now. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, they did build that over there. But yeah. that's not... It's in the same location. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they might have kept some of the structure, but... Yeah. And the Lowe's, the Lowe's were Levitz, were Levitz was, yeah. yeah. Uh, right next to the second Charles <coughs> now, too. Yeah. So I got a good story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we were waiting for my mom in Levitz or she was being a bitch and went in Kitty City <laughs> to take us with her. Just mean. Yeah, it's mean, right? Yeah. So I don't know if my dad was trying to cheer us up, but he, my dad's really in the radios and ham radio and shit. He had what he told me last night, a hundred watt. Hold on. Let me pull up because I'm going to fucking butcher this. Maybe your mom was just going in there to put a deposit down for the layaway, layaway for something later. Been. So it was a UHF Centaur X 9000. Okay. That, yeah. That, that ran on a hundred watts, which is a fucking lot for a radio in a car. 100 watts, yeah, it's a pepper. So it's putting out 100 watts of RF. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was enough to overpower the motion sensors and open the doors. 
<laughs> and he would do this like a lot. And then like the employees would come out and look at it like and stare and we would fucking just crack <laughs> up. We thought it was the greatest thing. That was Kitty City, the motion doors. And I, I and like I knew you were struggling to get a fifth pick. That's why I suggested Kitty City to you. And as mm-hmm. I said that, I'm like, do I have any Kitty City stores? I'm like, oh shit, my dad used to yeah. do this. With I them. just remember the co- I associate Kitty City with orange, the color blue, and white. Or- orange and blue and white. Yeah. I don't know. I just <coughs> always associate with the color brown, though. Well, the kangaroo was brown. The kangaroo, maybe, maybe it was just well, the, the floor light, was the lighting in there. Yeah. yeah. There I think brown. that I just associate it with. It just looks like a Home Depot when you go in, like yes. racks of just racks of. Yeah. Play. It was very impersonal, which I think is a big problem, uh, aside from. Uh, like what's happening with Toys R Us, a lot, everything, the the failure, the 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 collapse, the Chapter Eleven is due to the leveraging it for debt. But the big part of that was they never invested anything back in their stores. Yeah. Like I said, nothing really changed in there in uh, like twenty years. Right. So you know they're comparing it to. There's actually a boon in smaller local toy stores. And that's because they're taking a different approach where kids come in, they interact with the toys, everyone's a specialist. They're also more learning toys and stuff, yeah. too, and they bring in, like, toy psychologists and shit like that. But, and, you know, you can, like, play with stuff and interact with stuff. I guess part of the deal with the Chapter 11, because you have to prove that you're going to improve the business, <coughs> that they're going to add party rooms to Toys R Us. Yeah, that you can have a birthday party in the toy store. But like if that's the thing, you got it. You they got it. They had to, it was too, it's too late now. Yeah. You needed to do this long ago and step it up and make it more interactive. Be the leader yeah. in wow. in what you do rather I think than they own the KB brand. I think they should bring back KB small would, toy stores. Yeah. That's <coughs> even thing. just for Christmas. The overhead is is brutal. I mean, you have basically all Toys R Us is it's the Amazon warehouse. It's yeah. kind of soulless. Yeah. You know. Like they have like right now when I was I was back there they have the big it's a bigger learning section now. Yeah. Why not do more interactive there with like the like the local library they they have reading things for kids. Do that at the Toys R Us. The video game section is the saddest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Now I know Steam has a lot to do with that and you know just downloadable content via direct from PlayStation or Why well, blame Xbox. Nintendo for not making enough of their console available? Or that too, but I mean, at this point, I didn't even see the consoles there. They had one small glass rack. The, the video game section at Toys R Us was smaller than the video game section at the, the Mexican <coughs> restaurant down the street from our old office. Mm. Because you would go in there and you'd sit down. It was as legit as possible. You couldn't understand what they were saying. They couldn't understand what you were saying. I just pointed the enchilada, and they bring it to me, and it was delicious. But on the other side of the wall, they had a meat cooler <laughs> along the wall and then a pegboard. And on that pegboard, they'd have, like, a little <coughs> pawn shop in the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And they had, like, video These games, video games yeah. and CDs and stuff yeah. in there. It was awesome. Yeah. And it was BYO, too. So you get a bottle of wine, some delicious, legit Mexican food, and uh, some video games on the way out the door. It's uh, the whole package. You can use a taco. So you talk about uh, the smaller toy stores, family-owned, being more popular. There was one, I don't know, I just have this clip. I'm going to play it. When I was young, toys were built to last. Look at this junk. It breaks the first time you take it out of the box. Yeah. Uh, And look at these toy soldiers. They'll break the second I step on them. Stupid, my soldier, break, you stupid. All right, come on, pops. Soldiers won't bother you anymore. 
I just I <laughs> wanted to throw another Simpsons clip in there. But I'd, when we, we'd go to a kid, I mentioned on this before, we'd go to Rehoboth Beach's kids. There was a toy store there. And this was a weird, like their main like draw in the window was those mo- Playmobil. Yeah. Which now has like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and a, yeah, they a Ghostbuster yeah. line. And, but this was like all historical figures mm-hmm. in the old Playmobil. I so, never understood them. <clears throat> That shit was so expensive, too. Yeah. Couldn't afford it. So we'd take in the toy store. We'd look around. And like, we bought, I remember these role-playing kits. It was like, start your own diner. So it had, like, I don't know, maybe one was a movie theater, too. It came with, like, tickets, like, raffle, like, movie tickets. One came with a pad. Like, a, like it was, like, a role-playing kids kit I remember getting there. But this toy store was really cool because it was learning and it was different. There was shit that you never saw at your mm-hmm. regular toy store, like, fucking action figures and video games. This was, like... Crazy mm. shit. But I remember we'd always want to, like, check out this toy store. Like, you'd go to Ryan's Gems and Junk on the boardwalk and get your fake, like, Zach Morris cell phone that made all the noises when you hit mm-hmm. the button. But if you wanted to get a little classier, a little mm. learning toy, let's spend some time getting the meat of a toy store. You go to this toy store that I, I tried to look at. I don't think it exists anymore. Was this before or after you got your uh, homophobic tank top? <laughs> I never I never bought one of those. Okay, okay. But <laughs> Uh, but they did exist on the the beach of Rio, but which is now very like gays run that beach now. Yeah, gay can they did it just to get rid of damn shirts. They're like, oh yeah, watch this. Yeah, now we own your beach, which is good because it's clean and family friendly. Uh, so yeah, that was the the beach Roboth Beach toy store. If anyone remembers this from back in the nineties, like. Give me a message, because I can't for the fucking life of me remember anything about it, like name-wise or anything. And I'm just bad like that. Do you have any of these old learning toy stores that you'd go to? Uh, there was always... There's I think there was one in, over in Bethlehem. Yeah, it was underneath the Brewerks, right next to the Brewerks. Uh, yeah. I don't in know if that was building. the one that we... Yes. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. I was always kind of torn. I, I remember because I would get like the... Um, and it still connects. They had yeah. the connects Ferris wheel on the window. Yeah. Um, like the wooden train sets. Yeah. Um, that, the, you know, the wooden tracks that interlock and then the magnet, uh, you know, magnetized train cars, which I don't understand how that's learning. No. I guess, but if it's made of wood, they it's must be learning. <coughs> yeah. Shit was always I'm going to start making my own <coughs> shit and just start... Selling it. Yeah. The capitalist way. Yeah, here's a train kids just rip down a two by four from home depot and paint it tell them it's non-toxic <laughs> and uh yeah that's yeah, probably non-toxic but but if i put if i get a little uh brown like uh, cut up a paper bag from like giant and write on it with calligraphy and then use a piece of brown twine to tie the price tag to it i can charge like ten dollars more oh yeah it mm-hmm. just takes it right up there all right, well, <clears throat> we're on your last pick. Here we go. Or your last topic. I don't want to grow up. Don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. Don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. There's a million toys and Toys R Us. And I can play with... Kids, the new Toys R Us catalog is here, and it's filled with this season's hottest toys. Plus, you can enter the Happy Holiday Sweepstakes and maybe win a $5,000 Toys R Us shopping spree. The catalog is only available at Toys R Us, and they're going fast. Ah, uh, uh, Christmas catalogs. This is what we should do. We went through the Sears and 
JCPenney run, I never thought to actually go through a Toys R Us catalog. But half the fun of the Sears one is going through, like, the fashion stuff. And then also eat it, reading the captions, which I completely forgot and didn't recall. There are pretty much zero words <coughs> in a Toys R Us toy catalog, in the Christmas catalog. Do you remember going through them? Like, what? just perusing? Zero what? Words. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was just... Pictures. It was prices. a picture and a price. Yeah. They, they probably didn't even <coughs> have to tell you what the hell it was. You knew it was Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, I just remember paging through, and there was the blimp. Like, I wanted that blimp. Yeah, we all wanted the ninja. I'm surprised your little spoiled ass didn't have it. Your mom did it. Your mom probably put it on layaway, but never wound up. Oh, you did get it, didn't you? <laughs> oh, you <laughs> fucking bastard. Uh, grandparents got it for me, I remember. I opened it at their house on Christmas. That was a, that was a huge one. I was so, oh, man. Because I, I was confused. Did you just blow it up like a beach ball? Yeah. Oh. Blow it up like a beach ball, and then it would attach, uh, snap into the, uh, into the uh, blimp undercarriage, if you will. I was confused, too, why my mom, because normally it's like you couldn't, you're, you'll get toys there. You don't need to bring toys with me. She let me bring my Ninja Turtles with me to my grandparents. I should have seen it coming. Yeah. But, yeah, I got my blimp. A little foreshadowing by mom. Yep. My mom a squeezer. Yeah. And then. How did she not think Ninja Turtles were conjuring of the devil? Um, I think she was okay with amphibians. Okay. Um, reptiles, I think, is where she drew the line. <laughs> well, at least she drew a line. It's all about the forked tongues. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The Gene Simmons thing going on. No one wants that. But no, no, she had no problem with a uh, little boy playing with ninja and war toys. I had more G.I. Joes than anything. So here, prepare for the... As long as it didn't war gaming the, the apocalypse, yeah. Long as it didn't uh, conjure the had. devil. How do we know Galobolus wasn't? We don't. But yeah, it was. I, I just we'd always and then like my grandparents had the catalog. I'd have it at home, and so I would go through and make sure that each one of them received it. I would go through, circle things, mark things off, and make sure that my list was distributed throughout my family. Just so you're <coughs> aware. Yes. And please coordinate with each other so we don't have to double book the right. event. And uh... So I think we're all out of things to talk about. We managed to get through this pretty well. You were worried. Yeah, I don't remember things. Yeah. But you did, you did good. Yeah, done good. You done good, kid. You done good. So in, in closing, we have a few things, a little housekeeping. Ooh. We mentioned it twice already, but... Uh, come to RetroCon on Saturday, October 14th, two weeks away. It's also the 15th if you want to stay and have more fun there at RetroCon. We'll be there at 10.30 doing our podcast live and in person. And we'll be joined at the end by the Cybertronic uh. Spree, and they'll be, de- <laughs> they'll be debuting their new music video. Then you could just shop around and check out all the cool shit at RetroCon. It's like a, it's like a Comic-Con, flea market, toy thing. It's just much more personal. Awesome. So much fun. Yeah. And then stay because Cybertronic Spree is going to be doing a concert that night at Arnold's Fun Center right across the street. So you get it all in one day. Mm-hmm. You get to see us. You get to shop RetroCon. You get to see Cybertronic Spree perform the songs from Transformers the movie. A lot of fun. Now I'm kind of nervous. You could buy so early in a day. Just puts more. Pr- that means I just ruined it. Like we can ruin people. I can day. ruin their day in advance. Like, that might be a win-win for you. That's true. You take pleasure in seeing <coughs> their misery. 
So you could buy tickets at retrocons.com early, or you get a ticket at the door. But you'll see us there, I hope. If you're, if you're a fan in the area and you want to come down, then let us know you're coming, too, so we can give you a shout-out on the show. Uh, also, our we're at 5,000 fans. Can you believe that's crazy? <laughs> followers on, on Instagram. I don't know if they're all fans of us, but they follow us on Instagram. If you want to win our huge prize package, all you have to do is subscribe, rate, and review this podcast you're listening to. It doesn't even have to be positive. Right. I don't care if you trash us. Just subscribe, rate, and review. I prefer you wouldn't, but please, you know. Just... I'm a fan of honesty as long as it doesn't hurt my feelings. Right. And, you know, please, he's a sweet boy. Yeah. So just if you subscribe, rate, and review, and just let us know you did it, you're entered. And as soon as we get a couple more entries, we're going to pull one, and you're going to win a shitload of cool stuff. So, yeah, that's that's the Rad Years giveaway. So rate, And then if you don't even want to enter and tell us, rate and review, because that's, that's the right you thing. You can just write in, I am doing this so I win free shit. <laughs> well, don't. Give us an honest review. Yeah, well, I could. Or not. Yeah, well, you could, yeah. Well... <laughs> Anyway, that's all we got on this Radios podcast. Or we might start talking Halloween things soon. Uh, it's about right that. Right around the corner. Is it that time? I don't know. It's 107 degrees outside. Yeah, but it's it's gonna, like hell. It's going to be October great. next week. Yeah, I know. We're going to be at New York Comic Con next week. So if you're there, let us know. We'll see you there. Oh, yeah. Let's hook up over yeah. no, not Thursday. In that, not in that like, hook up kind of way. But like, all right, we got 10 seconds. We got to say bye real quick. Bye. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Good night. <laughs>